0: Listening to the Loving BDSM podcast, Kayla Lords here with the one, the only, the uh, looking supremely self satisfied with a little bit of a smug smirk on your face this morning, John Brownstone. I don't
1: understand what <laughs> you could be talking about or why or you know whatever.
0: I mean, we only woke up more tired than we went to sleep or went to bed feeling. That's true, that's and true. it was worth every, every bit of it. Yeah, every yep. bit. Of it. And that's all we're gonna say about that. <laughs> this week, we're answering a question about the DS that was planned while they were long distance Mm -hmm. versus what they have now that they're together. Ah. Mm -hmm. Mm. Welcome to the Living BDSM Podcast. Uh, If you are new here, we help kinksters like you have happy, healthy power exchange relationships. If you enjoy this episode or our longer episodes that come out every Friday, you can add the podcast to your favorite podcast app so you never miss an episode. And if you'd like us to answer your question in an episode, we have a contact page called Ask Your Questions. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory on our website at lovingbdsm.net and in the show notes for this episode. Uh, Yeah, so if you like us doing this and have your own question, feel free to submit. Okay, let's get right into the question. All right. It's... A long one, so bear with me. Um, But the context was important, and it actually gave me me personally more thoughts than the specific questions themselves. Oh, okay. So here we go. I, 30 female, have always been really into kink, even before I knew what kink was. When I met my husband, 45 male, I was delighted to find he was just as kinky as me. Opposite sides of the slash, even. The D to my S. We were in a long distance relationship for six years until I could move to his state after we got engaged. The distance worked out for me because I didn't wanna have sex till we were married and I had a pretty rigorous school schedule which would have hindered having a consistent day-to-day relationship. When we could talk, we were always discussing scenes he had done and stuff he wanted to do with me. I loved all his photos and stories from his time in the scene. He had been in it since he was 19, so he had a ton. When I did finally move in, I was disappointed that kink wasn't a big factor of our in real life relationship. Pretty much non-existent actually. Mm -hmm. There was a lot going on in the world at the time. COVID had pretty much locked us down inside the week after I moved in, and there was a ton to be stressed about. I felt guilty wanting this, meaning kink, Mm -hmm. out of our already trial by fire in-person relationship. Near the end of 2020, I felt like we were in a stable enough moment to bring up the glaring lack of kink in our life. He told me that kink to him was more of a sexual thing, and he was looking forward to exploring that with me when we got married. I was a little taken aback since he is a big proponent in the community that kink isn't inherently sexual. And when we were in a long distance relationship, we had some really fun, really sexy text role plays going. I didn't think it was crazy to continue that, even though we were now in the same room. I was thankful for the clarification and it certainly made sense why he wasn't pushing kink when we became in real life. We ended up getting married at the end of 2022 and still no kink really. I would bring it up from time to time over the next year. It was always met with, I'm sorry, I'm really stressed out from work. He works constantly and his work is really important and really stressful, so I get it. There is a lot more to our relationship, obviously, that makes me so, so happy, but at the back of my mind, I can't help but feel a little led on by the fantasy we created together when we were in a long distance relationship. I know there's a glaring difference between reality versus fantasy that comes into you know, life with someone mm-hmm. else. But when six of the nine years we have been together, were building the foundation of what was going to be a 24 seven DS relationship. I know I'm not the asshole for wanting it. Good for you. Mm-hmm. In our latest conversations about it, because you know I've been communicating this whole time, it seems more and more like he has lost his confidence as a dominant and is so fatigued with all the decisions he has to make daily. Kink is unfortunately feeling more like an obligation than a desire, which he feels insanely guilty about since he knows it's what I want I've and I've waited so long to take part in it. All this to ask, do you have any advice on how to ease into roles when the head wants it, but the body is tired? Any advice for dominant burnout and any advice for leveling expectation versus reality? We have established this is actually something we want to seriously prioritize going forward in our relationship, since it's something we both still find incredibly hot. Hmm. I have thoughts and I don't know how anybody else hearing this situation and the questions Mm -hmm. might feel but the thoughts i had had nothing to do with the questions that were ultimately asked the initial thoughts yeah um but you know i can go on a rant so Mm -hmm. let's let's let you go first (laughs)
1: um i i think what stood out to me more than anything in this was the fact that there was so much kink going on in the ldr
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: okay and then when they were in real life, nothing. Nothing, I know. Nothing, that, that that just like blows my mind.
0: I know, and then the I think the part that bothers me the most about that part, and there's a lot that bothers me about that part, is that then now we have a submissive who's going, oh, well, I had this, expectation of what it would be like but that's not matching with reality-hmm good on you for noticing but it's almost like they f- they seem to almost feel a little I don't know if guilt if I'm reading too much into it by feeling guilty about it because they admit that they feel let on and I feel like you were uh, let on yes. too just to be to be honest that yeah but we're not talking like when we talk about reality versus fantasy we tend to be talking about, okay, you imagine you'll be naked and on your knees and collared more often than not during the Mm -hmm. day, but actually you have to go to work, pay bills or take care of a house or take care of kids or whatever your life looks like. Um, This is, you spent six years building a relationship and creating expectations for what you both wanted with no word from the other that this wasn't going to happen when you moved in. If you didn't feel led on, I would be more concerned about you, Mm -hmm. quite frankly. Um, Because that, to me, is the crux of the issue. And I'm happy to answer the questions she asks because they're good questions. I'm more concerned that she's the one seeking out these answers as to how to help her dom who is not done much based on this accounting for the past three years to help himself
1: when when it sounds like he's the one who needs to kind of
0: he needs to get his shit together right i mean i I say respectfully
1: i mean you know don't get me wrong i understand having a stressful job having a stressful life and all that absolutely and it
0: can interfere for sure
1: but what changed that you had such an intense six year relationship mm-hmm. that once it's in person, then all of a sudden everything is that much more.
0: Right. And so, you know, a couple of details here that kind of feed into that and make a little bit of sense. So mm-hmm. she's like, okay, I don't want to have sex till we get married. Cool. Yeah. That's, that's totally like your thing. And he's like, and I like the fact that he's respecting that. Yeah. But once you've made that clear to your partner, they should then make clear to you, oh, well, for me, the the kink uh, that I want to participate with in with you is sexual in nature. So if we're not having sex, what do we do in the meantime? And that yeah. from this account, now well, granted, we only get one side of the story. Mm-hmm. I can get that. But where's the conversation on his end as the Dom going? Oh, okay, so this is easy. This is the fantasy and what we do when we're long distance because we're not actually, I, I would say maybe this person thinks they're not actually having sex long distance. But when there's sexual pleasure involved, I mean, I, I classify that as sex. That's just my personal mm-hmm. definition. Um, but how does he not say, okay, all this sexy, fun time stuff that we're doing long distance? we're not gonna be able to do, I won't wanna do this with you until we can have sex, because this is how I want to experience it with you. That's a valid conversation to have had. And I'm giving side eye to a Dom with that many years experience, not being able to have that conversation, either not thinking about it, which I don't know, I don't know this person, Mm -hmm. or not being willing to, Or what, thinking that if you never talk about it, your partner's not gonna notice that you're not having the kink experience that you both kind of built up in your minds and in your experience that clearly your submissive thought, hey, when I move in, we're getting some of this. And now we're three years later? Mm -hmm. Now, I wanna be as charitable as I can be. COVID fucked everybody over. Like. Life yes. was weird. It was stressful for the vast majority of people for a lot of different reasons. We don't know what his mm-hmm. career is. And I can imagine if it was anything that had anything to do with medical stuff or legal mm-hmm. stuff or anything. I could imagine yeah. COVID or, or, being. Or,
1: or even anything to do with, say, like, you know, a grocery store or anything. Right, like Right. Anything know, where you had to be public, public facing, facing or if
0: your health was like, I can. The year of 2020, I think, gets to be the lost year for many of <laughs> yeah. us because what was even life, right? So I get that. But to get all the way to 2022 to get married, still not be having these conversations. Mm-hmm. She's doing the work. She's trying to have these conversations and to get to approximately now, like I, we've had this question in our inbox for a few weeks. So, you know, timing yeah. and, you know, mm-hmm. it's a little wibbly wobbly where, oh, he wants this. And now we have other, like, how do I help him? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, um, he's He's got to help himself. Yes because i'm already, yeah. i'm most concerned that all of this has gone on and by all accounts he has not sat her down and said i have to have some hard conversations with right. you right and she's been asking for and according to this account and leading into mm-hmm. it and going hey this is what we were supposed to do and then then one of her big questions is how do i deal with my reality versus fantasy expectations how could you not have had the expectation right. you and, would be doing something and, once and you moved in
1: together? I'm, I'm going to be kind of blunt on something. Um, I'm I'm a little shocked that after they moved in together, that they were no longer long distance, and all this started happening. Um, you know, from context to reading, kink is an important part of her life. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so I'm I'm a little shocked that. Even though things were far from what she had hoped them to be, Mm -hmm. um, you know, expectation-wise, that she even married him.
0: And, you know, and and I, being an outsider, I can look in and go, oh, yeah, I'm I'm surprised, too. I agree with you. Having been in a relationship, several, several relationships over my life, in different ways, both romantic Mm -hmm. and just platonic, where you know what this person is capable of and you see their potential. Too many of us marry, get committed to, have a serious relationship, however you want to define it, with potential instead of the person in front of us. And so if there was still the thought and even the conversations that, oh yeah, we will, we will, we will, Mm -hmm. you know, I understand being hopeful. I understand going, I know who you are. I thought I knew who you were for six years. Okay, yeah. Can we get back to that? I know exactly what you mean. And I think, and I, if I didn't have my own experiences, I think I'd be like, yeah, I I don't get it either, but I do get it. I absolutely, that first time married potential, not what was in front of me. And I go back to, and we said this in a previous uh, Q and A, where she is outlining all these things that are not good, Mm -hmm. broken promises essentially from my perspective, and then says, but everything else is so, so good. And I, maybe, maybe that is your life and only you know it, and Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that you're wrong about your life, but here's what I'm gonna tell you from just my experience. When a partner falls down on the job that hard, in one area of life is just not that unusual for there to be other parts that they're not fulfilling their obligations. If this was the biggest thing that brought you to, one of the biggest things that brought you together and kept you connected in a long distance relationship Mm -hmm. for six years, that's a long time. Yeah, it is. And that's like a, a, you know, there's a word I can't think of it. Like there's just <laughs> this, this huge this is the the defining thing of your relationship, or one of them, right? Because lots of things go into a relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's never happening in three years. All I can think is, okay, what other parts of your life are is he not fulfilling commitments? Or is he saying that he's gonna do a thing and then it's not following through? And maybe those things are easier, you know, for a partner to deal with or to pick up the pieces, or to, you know, be kind and go he's got a stressful job he's got a stressful job and I, okay so i over our years together i have all, always tried to give you a lot of grace when life has gotten stressful for mm-hmm. you because and i think the submissive may understand it as well we un, i understand the amount of responsibility you have as the dominant and the decider in our relationship you take yeah. a lot of control you take a lot of power i give it to you i go yes you can decide these things yes you can be the one leading this part of the train on this part of the track, like those kinds of things. And when stress comes into, you know, hits mm-hmm. your life, I am sometimes more empathetic than maybe I ought to be because I, and I think this submissive might be the same way, I will put my needs on the back burner because I understand how stressed you are and I don't want to add to your stress mm-hmm. and I want you to work through your stress so we can get back to us. I, I, I get that, I get that a lot but I also think that there is a line where we have gone past, oh, his job is stressful to you are being neglected in a relationship you thought you were supposed to have and I'm not hearing any part of this about how we've had a conversation and he told me this and I didn't have expectations. Being yeah. stressed out does not mean that all of your obligations go away. It means that your top obligation as is do- is dominant is to talk to me yeah. and say, Things are stressful, and here's where I'm falling down, and here's what I can mm-hmm. do, and here's what I can't do, and how are we going to work through this together? That's the obligation a dominant has not to get a free pass because their life is stressful. Like, I'll give you a free pass for so for a while, right? But then there has to come a point where, and I think you know, I, I'm not sure I could wait three years to have, yeah, no, what what uh I would call a come to Jesus, right? You know, what are I, we doing? I mean, here?
1: let let's be honest about this, okay. I have gone through my cycles of life where it was yeah the the DS aspect was hard. Right. Okay. I fully expect that at some point in life you're going to have that. Sure. Okay. It, it's cyclical for everybody. Um but even when I did not have the bandwidth to engage with that, we still had our protocols.
0: And hell, you just talk to me. You just yeah. let me know where you were at. Like, this is what's going on with me. If I didn't know, right? Mm-hmm. This is what's going on with me. This is how I'm feeling. This is, what is what's hard. And we didn't come to those conversations always level-headed. Sometimes shit had to get really bad. Yeah, And then there had to be a blow-up. Mm-hmm. And then I had to give you the side-eye of, I, I know <laughs> you're not talking to me and you need to be talking to me. And then you would talk to me. Right? Like, I, I get it. It's not, you know... Regardless of our roles in power exchange, we're humans, and you know stress is going to get to us, and life is going to get to us, and we're not going to utilize all of our skills. But three years of not utilizing our skills, yeah,
1: yeah, I'm, and and again, that that's that's shocking to me, mm-hmm. um, especially when you know it said they're forty-five. Yes, he Adam is forty-five, and has been in the lifestyle since nineteen. He's
0: nineteen, yeah. Mm. And I don't, I don't doubt it, but I'm yeah. going to go, okay, well, what, what skills beyond the, the fuckery does, does he have? Yeah. Did he not pick up communication skills, consent? Like you were consenting this relationship based on a premise of what it was going to be. And it, from the read on this question, it does not seem like there was ever a, a conversation had before marriage even yeah. of, I can't. Like I can't do this right now Or yeah. I don't want to do this Until we're I mean, in this situation we, And like
1: <sighs> We we kind of fell on the other end Of the spectrum When we went from long distance To Right we overdid realize, it We overdid it mm-hmm. We you know Sat down and said Okay this is going to be That's going to be This is what we're going to do And that's how it's going to be And, and I you think know, that's and poof, Blew up in our face And we had to step back And restructure Right
0: And I think that's probably More common for a lot of Long distance relationships Who go yeah. in person Because that excitement It's almost like you get A fresh wave of new Relationship energy Energy because your relationship has transitioned to this thing you've been longing for for however long, and you just go overboard. It's like maybe right. a maybe a type of frenzy, if you will. So <laughs> my so I go down. Let's get down to the okay. her actual questions. Um, and I had some I had some thoughts. I actually made made notes so I would remember okay. them. <laughs> so here are you know. Some of the let's go back to the questions themselves. All right. Any advice on how to ease into roles when the head wants it, but the body is tired? Any advice for dominant burnout? And any advice for leveling expectation versus uh, reality? And I'm, I'm gonna, I believe you. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. question it, even if I'm giving a little bit of side eye to the we have established this is actually something we want to seriously prioritize going forward in our relationship. Um, so, okay. Mm-hmm. So let's answer those questions okay. and, and talk about that part my first thought on all of this is to wonder if during the long distance relationship, if the fantasy of that was easy because there was distance Mm -hmm. and then when coming together, the reality was overwhelming for him.
1: Yeah. And, and that is entirely possible because when you're long distance, you rely a lot on that fantasy. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm You know, because that that's how you make a make a connection long distance. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not necessarily. I mean, we had our fantasy times. Sure. You know, but we also had other things that grounded us. Yeah. I mean we okay. weren't
0: always all sexy D S talk all the time. Right. You know, we would talk about other parts of life. Mm-hmm.
1: So, you know, yeah, it's it's easy to get up get caught up in, you know, because you're You know, you're talking on the phone and you're texting and, you know, hot, sexy texts, you know, Mm -hmm. this and that, emails, you know. So, yes, it's very easy to get caught up in that.
0: And if they moved in together right as like the height of everything with COVID lockdowns and the stress Mm -hmm. of the what ifs and all of that, I could absolutely see where that would be a kink boner killer <laughs> like i yeah, can see well, where you'd be like mm,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe
0: maybe i don't have the bandwidth for this i've right. been so, there
1: done that got the t-shirt right. yeah. and
0: then we get into and this is the heart how do you get you know, the head wants that the body's tired i think it's more of a habit thing and what i mean by that is if it started if they came together mm-hmm. at the height of something like COVID, coveted at at the height of a stressful period regardless yeah. of what that stressful period is and then You know, Maybe he was confronted with, oh, the the fantasy felt easier than this reality, and this is a lot, right? Mm -hmm. I think it's also easy to, and I don't know if easy is the right word. I think it's possible and probable and likely to build it up in your head. The fact that you had the fantasy, the reality Mm -hmm. was a little jarring. There's been all this stress. We couldn't do what we wanted to do. Then there was, okay, we're going to wait until marriage for sex, and kinky sex then is would be off the table, yeah. right? Um, and so there's almost a little bit of mind-fucking yourself in a bad way of the longer you don't do it, the more you convince yourself it's going to be hard to do it yeah. again. Does that make sense?
1: It, it does. And and yet one of the things I'm thinking of where in in this listening to you talk about this, um, I, I wonder if it's possible that either one of them manage their expectations.
0: Mm. I mean... I, maybe then I mean, that's where I'm, I'll give this the, the the Dom some grace. If the expectation was it will be this way when she moves in mm-hmm. and then life in general was a shit show because of COVID because of whatever yeah. else then, and the fantasy and the LDR was somehow easier air quote that easier on the DS side, on the kink side, than the reality of having this person right in front of you. You know, I I can see where you could become so overwhelmed that you kind of just shut down. I still don't consider that an excuse for not communicating clearly. And please don't tell me you've been in this decades and not have hard conversations. I'm not impressed by that, Mm -hmm. not at fucking all. Now, the other thing about dominant burnout. Burnout lasts as long as it lasts in in whatever way. Mm-hmm. My question is, after three years, is it dominant burnout that you're dealing with or is it the burnout that comes from feeling guilty but never acting on your guilt or dealing with your guilt or communicating about your guilt for three years? Because that would, because <laughs> here's the thing, if I am charitable and go, he wants this, mm-hmm. he wanted it then, he wants it now, but he the, the gap between who where he is now and where he wants to get feels too big and too wide and it's overwhelming. And I, I am sympathetic to that overwhelm. I can, I can imagine to, to me, if I'm being charitable and assuming that that's all real and this was not just leading somebody on, Mm -hmm. then that tells me that if this person is any kind of decent human being then for the past three years of not clearly communicating where things had gone off the rails, there's probably gonna be a lot of guilt there because you know you had six years building this up Mm -hmm. and creating these expectations of what life would be like when you got together. And then now you're together, together for three years, married now for months, however long, since Mm -hmm. the end of 2022. And none of the things that you've talked about or planned have come to fruition, fruition. and you're not talking about it. so. Oh, is I, it dominant burnout or is it burnout from feeling guilty for three yeah.
1: years? I mean, you know, let, let's be honest about this. You can make, anybody can make grand plans. Oh, sure. All right. But the reality of it is the plans don't always pan out. Mm-hmm. All right. So, again, that, that comes down to managing expectations. You know, I, I know for me going to be shocked by this you know i i have control issues i know right you
0: are the worst when you feel out of control right
1: i <laughs> I, know. I, I like to be in charge mm-hmm. i like you know that something that's a part of me right all right so when i go through those things when when life rears its ugly fucking head and and, right. and, and screws with you yeah i need to step back but then there comes a point where Things settle down, or or you know whatever. Okay, I, I want to get back on this train. Right,
0: <laughs> right. When you are when you're out of control in other areas of your life, you don't handle it well at all. You're mm-hmm. not you're not the best version of yourself. No. Um, and you can become petulant. You can become <laughs> downright pouty. Um, which, by the way, uh, pro tip. Telling your Dom who's in overwhelming and stress and feeling out of control about every other part of his life that he's being pouty does not usually yield the results you would expect.
1: <laughs>
0: so if all let's say all of that's been going on. Right. My, to answer all of these questions, Mm -hmm. to me, they all get answered kind of together because if you're dealing with burnout of any sort, if you're dealing with head wants, body doesn't, body does, head doesn't, whatever, that disconnect where part of you is like, yes, please. And part of you is like, holy shit, I don't think I can. And you're trying to get your expectations, you know, in line with reality. The thing I would tell you for how to maybe get started again is to start with easy and fun. Like not the super serious, you know, all the, maybe the laundry list of things y'all had planned while you were still long distance. What is something that you mutually miss about what you did in kink during the long distance relationship Mm -hmm. or that you talked about that you would do in, in person, whether it's, a certain kind of kinky sex, whether it's a certain kind of rule or protocol or task or something that would be part of your life. And I'm going to say you you pick one thing, one thing that gets you both hot and bothered and like, yeah, that that really does it. And then you might have to ease into it. You might right. have to-
1: Low and slow.
0: Deconstruct the steps it takes to get to, here's how we see this in our mind and do baby steps that way. Let's say it's- You know, you wanna be naked at a certain time of day, kneeling on the ground with your collar (laughs) on it and greet your Dom at the door like that, right? I know, I know, I know. (laughs) It's doing it for me right now. Um, But that's a lot and that's a lot to get to and that might feel overwhelming for one or both of you. And I would say reading this, I don't think it'll feel overwhelming for you if that was your thing. I think it would feel overwhelming for your Dom. Okay, well, where do you start? How do you deconstruct that? Well, the first part is, Maybe it's the first part is wearing a collar. Maybe the first part is greeting him at the door. There's no nudity. There's no kneeling. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's this. I'm gonna I'm gonna consistently do this for you right. as you're submissive, and I'm gonna do that until you're like, yeah, this is this is what we do, and then mm-hmm. you add another. I mean, step it, it to could it. be
1: something as simple, you know, if, if this person has such a stressful job. Um, do they have a special drink that they enjoy when they come home and make a special drink? What them? relaxes you know, them? Right. Regardless of I what I mean, it just is. like you do my coffee. Right. You know, can something. you
0: offer as a submissive, your stressed out Dom, something that relaxes them that is not related to kink, but the fact that you're doing it as their submissive, right. that's what makes it kinky. So that is where, that's where I would tell you to start to deal with both burnout and the disconnect between mind and body and the, what, what. How do we manage our expectations and keep this to reality? Like you said, low and slow mm-hmm. You You can start in any aspect of it that you want. The options might actually be overwhelming because it's like, well, what kind of submissive are you? Are you a service submissive? Okay. What kind of service can you provide that your Dom would want? Right. Is it mostly a sexual submission thing? Okay. Well, what is a small, easy to accomplish thing that you both really enjoy and yeah. maybe have really missed. But you genuinely, you do one thing that sounds fun and exciting to both of you. And, and this is often the hardest part, and everybody is gonna get through this in their own time and in their own way, you push through the anxiety. You don't push through boundaries, you don't push through limits, that's not what I'm talking mm. about. But that that feeling of, oh my God, I have we haven't done this in so long, can I really do this? Right. Am I really ready for this? You might be able to barrel through that like the Kool-Aid man, or you might have to <laughs> inch toward it and open the door inch by inch to get through there. But at some point there's gotta be that discomfort of we haven't done this in a long time, will right. this work? You have to push through that. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how long that it will take to push through. But that is ultimately the thing. Yeah. But start with something fun.
1: And and I think and exciting. Um you know, if it hasn't been done yet. Need to have a, a, a sit down, heart to heart, about expectations between the two of them.
0: I would say before they do that, they need and the uh, maybe that's this piggybacks the conversation. I would want you to have is about clear fucking communication. Mm-hmm. Your dom's got to get to a point where if he starts feeling overwhelmed and it's like, uh oh, can we do this? He's got to fucking tell you. Yeah. If things are too stressful and he is so overwhelmed, he can't. Feel, doesn't feel like he can function in the way that you both expect him to function he's got to fucking mm-hmm. tell you and quite frankly until he can get to that point how the fuck do you trust him to follow through on
1: anything right. he mean, says he'll do it doesn't matter how many years you have in the lifestyle if that entire time was spent doing scenes right. you know in order to have a relationship with kink intertwined in that relationship you need to have communication skills mm-hmm. i mean i didn't always have good communication no, we're skills we're constantly it's, working on it's those. it's a muscle that you have to exercise mm-hmm.
0: and and this can be hard for doms especially if you know 20 30 years in the lifestyle that's a little old school that means that he's probably been around some you know bullshit that says doms are supposed to behave a certain way well, or whatever oh,
1: probably old guard maybe high protocol maybe
0: But here's the deal. We live in the year of our Lord, 2023. (laughs) And um, if he wants to have a relationship with you that's kinky, he's gonna have to learn how to get vulnerable and tell you the hard Mm -hmm. fucking thing. And it is a skill. And I don't have a lot of patience for people who tell me how experienced they are, but then don't have that skill. But I also understand that it's a skill and it's a muscle. And if you haven't been using that muscle, it's not gonna be as strong as it once was. So this was not a short episode at all. (laughs) But that's the thing, I would, I think, let's recap. The submissive Mm -hmm. in this situation, that's Lola Howling in the background, has every right to feel let on. And quite frankly, if you're not pissed off, uh, just know I'm pissed for you, okay? (laughs) Um, If this was not a situation where this partner genuinely just led you the fuck on, and now you're here and you, you know, and you have had the heart to heart and there's a genuine desire on both parts to try this again, Uh, One, there's got to be a commitment from your dom to to communicate more clearly and more often and be vulnerable. And they have to fucking follow through, okay? Right. Two, to get through the burnout, the the expectation, the like, how do we do this again? Start with something fun, exciting, simple. And simple, simple. Simple. Even if you take a big thing that's exciting and just break it down into teeny tiny steps or you think about what you want like you personally as a submissive, what you want and need as a submissive, and then what they Mm -hmm. want and need and might like, and are like kind of curious about kind of thing. And then match that up and start with one thing. And then, and I don't think our submissive person who has asked this question might have this problem, but dominant definitely might. You're gonna have to push through anxiety and that that discomfort of, can I do this? Can we do this? You know. Not boundaries and limits. We don't push through those. Mm-mm. But we push through discomfort when we're trying a thing that we th- we've told ourselves, we've mind-fucked ourselves out of doing because of whatever else was going on. And that might take more time than anything else. But that would be,
1: mm.
0: yeah. Uh, I I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope that this is just, you know a fucked up time in your relationship and that you both really are on the same page mm-hmm. and that you both genuinely want this together and that you can find your way right. back to one another. Um, that's what I hope. Yeah. I am gonna. I might remain skeptical and for now mm-hmm. though, but that's what I hope for you. So, mm-hmm. okay. Thanks for listening to this week's Q&A episode. If you want us to answer one of your questions, just use the contact page on our website at lovingbdsm.net or you can find the link in the show notes. Big thanks as always to our kinky community over on Patreon. We're able to do this podcast and keep it going and help kinksters due to your support. If you'd like to be part of our community and get access to extra content and a Discord server with a group of super cool, super nice kinksters, you can do that. Just join us at patreon.com slash kaylalords. That's patreon.com slash kaylalords or use the link in the show notes.